passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And I don't know about you, Scott, but I am... I think, he, I think he's... Uh, I think he. I think Brian is joining Gerard Mayo's coaching staff. It's, it's a new era down in Foxborough. Well, uh, I, I, think, I hope he still has time for us. Um, <laughs> I think he, he has special teams coordinator written all over him. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know if that's what position I'd pick him for, but um, we, we'll find out, uh, you know, what he got hired to later. As for me, I am so tired. Um, the game didn't get over until almost one in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the fact that all these late night games are going to overtime. Just uh, it's so wonderful. Really, really all just of them, all three. The <laughs> yeah, all, all of them. Yeah, though, especially the one that starts at 10. That one's always fun when that goes to overtime. But um, I'm pretty sure I turned my TV off immediately after the Bruins lost in overtime. And with under 60 in under 60 seconds, I was asleep. And that never happens for me. But I was just out. Yeah, I, I basically just wanted to see what Montgomery said about uh the over overtime mix up, which we're gonna get into, obviously, but uh yeah, I I wrote this morning and was actually in the middle of finishing up my column when the news broke that Gerard Mayo was gonna be the Patriots next head coach. So it's crazy. Just since the last time we recorded Bridget, Belichick era over, Mayo era started. Uh yeah, and I said I'll believe it when I see it, but um I see it. So it's, uh, it's over. Um, yeah. And Scott's been moonlighting as a Patriots reporter. <laughs> Mostly just helping out. Our, our guys have, have been all over it, but yeah, it's kind of been a little bit of all hands on deck. Uh, I think Thursday was probably the biggest traffic day WEI.com had in, in a very long time. Uh, yeah. And I heard from some of the producers that we're friends with that it was just chaos with all of the everything everyone trying to get together highlights and the best of like moments from Belichick and all the wonderful interviews he did on WEI (laughs) the the riveting stuff that he that he talked to us about like Taylor Swift um but anyway yeah um definitely go check out Six Rings with Fitzy and Hart if you want to hear more Patriots talk because those two are great and um yeah, so. and Mike Cadlick, he's 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 part of that as well. So oh, Mike Cadlick, all, all three of them. Yeah, he does. He usually does like one or two episodes a week with them. So oh. well, those are three great guys. So listen mm-hmm. to that. Um, anyway, Scott, let's get to our opening shifts. Um, we're gonna start with you because you have some thoughts on overtime. Yeah, the Bruins suck at it. 
that's, <laughs> that's my take on overtime. <laughs> okay, all right, my opening shift now, time now. Okay. Yeah. No, they're they're now two and nine in overtime on the season. It's crazy for like a team that's as good as they are in just about every other situation, and in theory has the talent to be a really good three on three team with guys like Pasternak, Marchand, McAvoy, Lindholm, Coyle. You would think you know as a smart two way player is good three on three. DeBrus can make things happen. Like. They should, in theory, be a good three on three team. And yet here they are now two and nine in overtime of the season. Yeah. After losing the last two games in overtime, um, we're we're certainly going to get into the breakdown on Vegas's winner Thursday night because Pasternak basically, Mark Stone walks right around him in the neutral zone. There's a miscommunication between Pasternak and Marshand as far as who's coming back and picking a guy up on the back check and who's staying up ice to, to cover Jack Eichel, which is what they, they both thought they were doing. And well, I feel just, like Pasta Poss, just yeah. thinks that everyone knows he's not the one that's getting back. So he's just like, that's you, right? You know? Yeah. So definitely <laughs> want to get into that more because there's a lot to break down there. And unfortunately for Pasta, it only feeds some of the, the criticism of him that surfaced this week. So we can get into that as well. Um, but yeah, just it's just baff. Like I, I remember joking earlier this season on here that the Bruins should just play extremely conservative and like go in loops around their own zone and run the clock down to get to a shootout. I actually think that might just be their best strategy at this point. Like, don't even bother trying to score. Don't be aggressive. Literally, just try to kill the five minutes and get to a shootout. Because well, well, Scott, that would require maintaining possession of the puck. True. Yeah, and that's not really their strength in the overtime. Yeah, so obviously this play that Vegas wins the game on is just a total disaster for the Bruins. Um, Mark Stone is slowly carrying the puck through the neutral zone. David Pasenak steps up towards him, but just does a flyby. Like, doesn't doesn't get the puck, doesn't get the body. Stone goes right around him, and it's an easy two-on-one. Passes over to Petrangelo, game over. Um Clearly, there was a miscommunication between Pasenak and Marshand. They were both kind of looking at each other with their arms outstretched. Um, Pasenak thought, because Marshand was starting to move back and, you know, come back down ice towards his zone. Pasenak clearly thought Marshand was picking up one of the guys on the rush, and then Pasenak was going to loop forward and take. Eichel, who was the trailer, like, way behind the play. Meanwhile, Marchand had already turned up ice to go back to Eichel, and so Petrangelo is completely free down the other wing, and once Pasenak misses Stone, that's it. And I guess a miscommunication is one thing, and, you know, I don't know if we'll get any sort of, like, deep... Like, Montgomery acknowledged that after the game. He said, yeah, I was two players who were confused about who was taking who, you know, I don't know if we'll get like the breakdown of like who actually should have been picking someone up and how that should have gone. But what I would say is that regardless of who was supposed to do what, and regardless of what Pasenak thought Marshan was doing, you can't do a flyby in a three on three. Like 
no matter what else happens, Pasternak steps up one-on-one on Mark Stone and doesn't make a play, just completely misses him and lets him walk right by him. And like that, in a three-on-three game, like you're almost begging for an odd man rush at that point. You got to, there's got to be something. There's got to be a poke check. There's got to be, I'm not saying like deck the guy, but a bump, ride him over to the boards or something. You can't just have him walk right around you, no matter what else you thought should have been happening. Think about all the different ways they've lost in overtime this year. I mean, it's it comes down to like poor shot selection, um, not knowing who your your man is to get back and cover. Uh, in a few cases, I mean, in the, in the case in Arizona, Pasternak had a few chances to score on a breakaway, which normally he would do, um, and just the Bruins haven't been able to to finish in overtime. Uh, and so it's kind of become ugly to watch. Um, it's not something you're confident in when you're, when you're watching. I'll say this. Uh, it's a really good thing for the Bruins that uh, in the playoffs, there's no such thing as three-on-three overtime right. because they wouldn't be making it very far. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, they, you know, fortunately, that's not something in the playoffs they have to worry about. I don't really know how much time they spend practicing it, but it doesn't look like they spend any time at all. <laughs> they do. They do occasionally. Like, I've definitely seen them practice three-on-three a few times. It's, it's not a regular occurrence just because it is – kind of, you know, such kind of like a novelty situation that there really, because a lot... at this point, it's been like a third of the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, they might have to now, but the problem is, is they're in another one of these stretches where they don't have any real practices. Their last practice was a week ago, Wednesday, last full practice, not just a morning skate was a week ago, Wednesday. And they're not scheduled for another one until I believe Tuesday. So it's going to be almost two full weeks without a full practice. Like it, it is a tough part of the schedule and that's sometimes it can be harder to correct things, but yeah, clearly they three and three has been a problem all season. And certainly this week on this road trip, um, you know, the, the Pasenak aspect of it, look, like I, I was just critical of him on that goal. I think that's fair. You add it on to, the criticism he was already getting from Monday night for that shootout attempt, which we all said on, on the last podcast was ridiculous. Like that's, you know, people, but the criticism was ridiculous. Yeah. The criticism was ridiculous. Um, but it, it has been, a, you know, a fairly tough week for, for him. He's, as you mentioned, he also had the two breakaways in overtime Tuesday night. So some of it snake bitten, some of it, whatever you want to call it, miscommunication or just a bad play. He's he's also he's a minus six now over the last three games. So that's not you know, he did have a sick goal in Arizona on Tuesday. Like should mention that as well. But yeah, it's been it's been a down week for Pasanak. I think a lot of the criticism has gone way over the top to, you know, quite frankly, like pretty silly places. Like this idea that you're gonna bench him for a game or something to send a message. It's like he yeah, he's let's literally just like, let's just forfeit. You know? He's lit right. Like he's literally been involved in 42% of the Bruins goals this season. <laughs> he has a goal or an assist on 42% of their goals. So if you take him out, you're getting rid of like almost half of your offense right there. Good plan, guys. <laughs> even even the idea of like not playing him in overtime, 
he's so they've only scored two goals in overtime this year. He's been on the ice for both of them. And he's been they've, they've given up nine now. He's been on the he's ice. He's also for been on the ice for so many against. No, he's been on the ice for three <laughs> against. So so it he's, feels like it's all of them. He's he's a minus one in overtime this season. There's plenty of guys who are worse than that. So um yeah, I think like two things can be true. You can say he's had a rough week or made a bad play there. And then like, let's not forget. He's also still fifth in the NHL in points and one of the very best players in the world. And this happens. Like even the best players have a rough game or a couple games. Like it's not, it's just not worth freaking out. over. Yo, Trey, Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A. Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier. And we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.